0: Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Motor oil is uh, when... motor oil, isn't it? <laughs> that that it is.
1: Welcome to Companions of Perception Check. Today's episode's a season one wrap up of our two campaigns. Tonight I'm joined by
0: Beth Colgrove
1: and Zachary. Welcome, guys. So, as we were uh, discussing before going live, it's actually been about a year since we've done one of these discussions, and in that time, we've wrapped up two campaigns and overall, I think they ran fairly well, if not a bit bumpy a few times, especially on mine with the technical difficulties
2: yep, yeah, but we've but we're switching some of our tech out and hopefully it'll work better from now on.
0: Uh. Ah, uh, technology—the uh, RPG Achilles heel. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, um, I, I I did like how the technical difficulties always seem to happen on my campaign.
0: Should campaign harder. <laughs>
1: um, but we've been we've been playing playing these these campaigns for, gosh, how long has it been? two three years about when did, we, when did we start uh like as a group
2: we started probably 3 years ago but these last two campaigns were like uh, 2 years ago i think we've moved
1: yeah i think we <clears throat> we have uh grown a lot on that in the the past 2 years as we've played um i think we we've moved into a more active role since since we all first started playing
0: I mean I had to get more active I was going to like start sticking to my couch if I didn't so
2: <laughs> Yeah, we've learned a lot over the time. We've we we've gotten to be better role players although they still can't remember the gender of playable characters.
0: It's very difficult to look a man in the eyes and say, "Can you hear her?" <laughs>
1: I I I also I also think between Tren and Ren that the the issue is the the names chosen are ambiguous yeah. in and of themselves.
2: Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Ren was in the campaign we did before we started recording, and it was a gnome whose gender. Uh, Megan mm. never chose to reveal.
1: I, I I still say, Ren and Pat from the old SNL skits ran off to get married together, but are having trouble finding marriage license because no one knows where to put bride or groom. <laughs> yeah. So let's, since Seth, you you haven't really uh, done any DMing. What? Overall, overall thoughts about the games.
0: Um, overall, I thought both went really well. I mean, they both had different troubles at different times. Um, I thought that uh, the biggest thing that the biggest the highest point for me in Zach's campaign was that the characters meshed together a lot better. I don't know why that happened. It's not like we had different people playing in each campaign, but uh, they they seem to mesh together a little bit better. Uh, in your campaign, uh, I felt like I got to clobber a lot of stuff, which was a lot of fun. I've never clobbered in real life before, so clobbering's fun.
2: We did have a lot more. Ki- I mean, I, as a player, I noticed there was a lot more character clashing in Kevin's campaign, and I think I, I
1: think that. Will be um will will be addressed in in the upcoming game.
2: Well, I don't think that was a bad thing. There was there was some great Well, moments. no, I I
1: think I think there there will be uh, I think I think uh, one of the big big problems in mind is that I think um uh, I know uh Lady Casriel was kind of shoehorned in on Megan, and that's really as we learned with her playing Dread that was re- that's really not her style the the yeah uh, courtier was really not her style she is not subtle
0: wait you mean courtiers don't often set everything there is to set on fire on fire
1: yeah um yeah. so I, I think i i think this this time around it'll be i i don't know if the characters will Clash any less role-wise, but I think uh, this time around the, the characters will, at least the players, will be able to get more into their characters.
2: Yeah, I, I'd say uh, one thing, and it was definitely a failure on my part as much as anyone else's uh, in my own campaign, except for a couple characters, it was really hard to find stories for you guys to work with. I mean, Hope and Dread, because it was so strong from the beginning, I was able to work a lot with. And then I was able to work in the Tradalia arc with, uh, with Varys near the end, but the other characters sort of fell by the wayside. I mean, Tina isn't super interactive, so I mean, that that's to be expected with her, but the, other, the others I felt like I cheated you guys and didn't give you the
1: stories you needed. That, if, if anything, Zach, that was a that was a failure on I think my part. I I drew an arc early, and and didn't really follow through on it because it just didn't. I, I realized that I was pushing pushing down that arc more than anything, and and I'm I'm fine with with how his without without yeah. Thorvald's arc turned out.
0: Yeah, we were all fine without Thorvald getting his solo story too. <laughs> I, I was...
1: <laughs> um so let's 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 delve a bit deeper into to your game uh zach just um just planning wise and and uh and and story wise what 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 were some of your biggest challenges on that
2: um some of them were times when i discovered that i made an adventure much more involved than i intended it to and then things happened that caused me to have to adjust on the fly like in one where you found yourself on that weird island and you went to that tower originally you were Mm -hmm. supposed to wind up fighting a Murkoff underwater um and it was supposed to be like trying to draw you to it one by one with some of its psychic abilities. But that didn't pan out. So I, so I just took you to the tower with the Nagas in it. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's supposed to be a race here. Why don't I just make that race the mother? And then they can, you know, jam the eyes into it and bring her back to life. That would be cool. That was actually right off the spur of the moment. Like, then let's like, send them to hell. Like, I was planning, kind of planning for you guys to go there at some point anyway. Like, because that's where you get the information to go find Gith, or you might find Gith there. So, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I always planned you to go down to the Nine Hells. It's, I also like devils, so it's a location I like. But.
0: I have to ask you this question, Zach. I know we are a, a uniquely frustrating group, group of people to play with, uh, and you often have to be thinking "Go to hell" in your mind. How satisfying is it to actually send us to hell? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, oh. my, my question on that is, we 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 failed a bunch of death saves like day one. Yeah, yeah, I, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Did, did you? That with that, did you have to shoehorn in the whole gift thing, or was that your plan from from the beginning? Is to to somehow sh-
2: no guide us? No, there? no, you were supposed to take out those bugbears easy. I mean, the math said yeah. it was a really easy fight that you should
1: have. You should have. Mo- maybe if they
0: don't sucker punch me.
1: <laughs> well, no, I, I I get that you had to you had to do that, but was was your original story arc your, your original idea? Having to do with us freeing Gith, or did you did you just need to come up with some way to not let us die? Uh,
2: the the actually the thing was you might have freed Gith, but it would have been would have been more up to you, and would have occurred later that that would have become a thing that was going on, and it might have just she got free on your own, and you had to deal with the aftermath of her getting loose and unifying the Gith races and stuff against you. Like, against the multiverse. But I I thought, well, I really don't want them to die having suffered one half a round of combat. (laughs) Some of us didn't even get that half round.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Some of us got the surprise round and dead.
2: (laughs) So, well, GIF is extremely powerful. So... I'll tie them into the gift part of the storyline, so I'll have her show up, bring them back to life,
1: but it's gonna cost them. All right. Um, that that also feeds in how hard it was it for you to adjust when we just jumped the track. You're 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 there, ch- choo chewing us along. All right. You need to get to point B, and we're like, you know what? No, we want to start at Z and go backward. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, actually, you guys were pretty good most of the time. Most of the, uh, most of, like, you tended to go where I actually needed you to go. Um, so the other stuff, though, I sort of improvised at the time, and then a couple of them was like, wait a minute, why did I think that when I did it? Like, when I created, um, uh, Dreg's Snakeskin Armor. And I'm like, wait a minute! She's a high charisma tiefling, which is kind of a thing for me. And then I just made her something that makes her thin and lets her slide through narrow openings. Not too, not at all
0: suggestive. Also, not at all (laughs) subtle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hitting back some of our highlights um, when when we hit the Yuanti shrine and made it through without actually triggering the final final battle how did uh how how mad were you that you you had to shoehorn in that battle
2: you mean the one in the first adventure
1: in the was that the no that's when we when we we had just gotten squishy and ted
0: oh and the and, you Auntie. uh that wasn't that was right that after we killed that guy with the bagpipes <laughs> yeah, which was one yeah. of my
2: which is probably my absolute favorite varus moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, and the use of the uh, of the not at all um not at all taken from another franchise's mycology. Because you did it after <laughs> taking a mushroom that made you big. yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, th- I, uh, yeah that, that's true.
2: <laughs> that was that was a good one. That one wasn't too bad um because it actually made things faster and we were sort of running out of time, which has come up a lot for me uh, in both this one and another um group I'm part of now. um so that wasn't too bad. uh probably um again, probably the only time I really had to make a huge adjustment was for the um for the adventure I called Collected, which is where you wound up on that weird island. Uh because that was much more um I mean that was very much you didn't even fight the final boss I was thinking of. You never even saw it. And then in and then for the very next thing I crazy prepared and like had stuff for like Seven different layers of hell, even though you're only supposed to go to two of them.
0: And we probably could have gotten to those two much faster if we could have figured those paintings out. <laughs> you yeah. had a lot of trouble with that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to actually turn into. I, I actually wanted to bring in some lore into the game, so I decided, why not a puzzle with the with the Lords of the Nine in there? So,
1: I think as a DM, Zach gives way too much credit to our intelligence on figuring these out.
0: And our study habits, because we drop the ball on that sometimes, too.
2: It's like, okay, yeah, I remember that one. It's like, so which one was the ones that were cut off again? For the 19th time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it
0: may it may make you happy to know that we got notebooks this time, so we can keep track of some of that yeah. stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. Also surprised during that, some of those challenges Zach didn't develop, spontaneously develop a drinking habit. Every time they repeat a question, I'm taking a shot. Five the minutes time, later, Zach's dead.
0: The only time I remember Zach being truly, at least visibly, looking annoyed with us was when we dropped that rock through the dimension door. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. I remember that. <laughs> yes,
2: although I do, I do, com- I do compliment you guys on actually doing the physics to see if that would work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So what I remember most is, is, usually that I think that was one of the few times we got Zach to curse. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, now the math works. Damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember, and I remember him trying to save. He's like, "Okay, well, she cast stone skin. Do I see it? Yeah. Counter spell. Uh, because I know you, I know you were trying to save save that carrot, that 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 enemy for something." And we yeah. just kept plowing yeah, yeah. through so it. Yeah,
2: so then when you drop the stun, like, "Oh, by the way, it's starting to crack and might form a gate to pandemonium Because I was angry and I wanted to send you somewhere <laughs> unpleasant. So oh. Yeah, that that was a good one. Uh, that that was one of the good moments. And, and then just so, there was some great, uh, there's some great role play moments. I just wish Kim could have handled it easier. One, the two times Kim got possessed. I think this is the first time uh, anyone in a campaign I know has been possessed twice.
0: Um, Uh, uh, Hope was the race dance of our group. She was always being possessed by some sort of otherworldly being.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then there was also the time she touched the dead Grell, and for a short time she could only speak in questions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think my favorite Hope moments. With with ease is when she got unpossessed that time and nearly killed the the thing that possessed her with a table.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, Hope and dread had some great moments. I also love the dread Bender, when when I actually give you some downtime, <laughs> then, like in all your other activities, she was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she just showed up randomly at all of our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I uh. That was back when I was. You know a model. what, you know, what you,
2: you know? That was that was actually pretty funny because I know Megan, and Megan's very mild, mannered, and relaxed and sweet, and, in really? real life. And then she, and then she gets behind the mask of like dread or one of her characters. It's, it's funny because I
0: also know Megan, and she's threatened to throat punch me in real life before. So
2: yeah. <laughs> It was good. And then we had a...
1: <laughs> I, I, I still I, I still think Kim should have taken that bet on when she would pull the trigger <laughs> of we're sisters, because we all would have lost money on that one.
0: Yeah, because yeah. she made it like the whole... She didn't ever reveal it until they found out together.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then they shoved the eyes into the wraith and That somehow turned it back into Belza because I thought that'd be cool. <laughs> but but I play a writing game, and so much of the best writing I've had with this one person has started with her saying in the comment section on the page, "Wouldn't it be cool if?"
1: I I think that's the uh, I think that's the the <laughs> RPG version of hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> so how? How how difficult was it for you? Because I know about halfway through we lost uh, Michael. Left. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, he left. Um, I know it probably eased up a little bit on the story side, but did it throw too many monkey wrenches in, in planning? Uh, not too
2: much. There wasn't a lot that... Uh... That Michael was doing with uh, Hazrin, because he was from the same town and his god was sort of the god of vigilance, that kind of uh, hope didn't already have going. I mean, he did a lot. Uh, the Dwarven Luge was my favorite move of his.
0: wasn't really That's... his move, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, and I... and. It, and also, I'm thinking of removing the rule that you can set Grease on fire, because that isn't technically a rule in D&D, and I don't want you pushing a, a covered wagon down a ramp
1: <clears throat> again
2: that's on fire again,
0: yeah. Well, A, I'm pretty sure the laws of life tell us Grease catches fire, and B, my character's afraid of fire in the next game, so I'm excited to see how that turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Like like I'm telling Megan, when it. uh,
1: uh, Like I'm telling Megan, I don't know how many campaigns later, but eventually you're just going to say we're all level one fighters and can never level up, use (laughs) weapons, or do anything besides punch people.
2: And you all lose one arm in the first fight. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. Uh,. What I like to do a lot of times in my adventures is have exotic locations, so I like to just do things. Probably my own favorite location I sent you guys to, even though I do like using the Nine Hells, and I did like some of the stuff I did in uh, in Tetherion. I liked uh, I-, I liked when I sent you guys to the future.
0: I didn't know if we were in the future or if we were actually in the game Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: eh
0: could have been both
2: well you did take your Actually, yeti my... with you
1: we did take our yeti with me um
2: <laughs> but yeah there was that and uh, uh and also one of my favorite things uh and it, it this is probably the time i was most worried about you guys was the naga the naga challenge the naga challenges in the uh, in tytherion where you went through all those doors one that was Linked to each uh, ability score. <laughs> Although some of your failures were spectacular, uh, I, I mean, even even when you messed up, it was great. Like when uh, like when Hope almost took out a stone golem by herself, having like no weapons that were actually good to do it.
0: Yeah, she uh, she went through that one like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that I think those those
1: challenges gave gave uh, yeah uh Veris and Varis and Thorval some great role playing yeah right there just boun- bouncing off each other
0: yep I always thought that if you shoot the captive they'll release you but that isn't how it worked <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: and you uh, that was an interesting one and then uh, yeah you guys almost didn't get enough. Uh, of those challenges to actually get through. So that one really had me bite my nails on that one. And also I was I, I think like half the party was down at that point.
1: It was not yeah, it was not good for us. <laughs> yeah. so overall zach, on on your game, if you could. change change anything uh, about it if you could uh, go back and you know change one or two things would you make any changes
2: again I probably would have tried to do more with story um, more with character story I really like character arts um, and that I only got it for about half the party not including Hazrin or I mean not including Hazrin because Michael wasn't there most of the time And, uh, and and, I mean, Tina doesn't engage quite the same way as others. So, I mean, even so, I wish I had had stuff for like Thorvald and had stuff for, uh, the rest of you.
0: Okay.
2: Let's. Although, well, actually one character I really liked though. I mean, I, I had actually planned to use her in an earlier campaign. The first one you guys played with me, if it had gone a certain way. I liked Tridalia.
0: I did too. She was just swell. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> uh, yeah that was. I mean, that out of game, I, I figured out the figured out her secret pretty quick. Yeah, um,
2: I was. I should have said that last couple of sentences before you figured it out, but was not as I game, should have
1: been, but. She was very helpful and you did skillfully get her out of the final fight unlike uh, our previous game. Skillfully or handedly, but you know. Both, is both good. worked. <laughs> is both good, worked. So And you weren't left with a power word kill when you thought you'd told us not to have a have a high level spellcaster that had that. Yeah. Like um, the last time.
2: Yeah. Um well, it, 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 although, I, I was really happy when it's like, come on, Tina, use your best spell. Okay, Meteor Swarm. And I was like, because you guys were all struggling with gifts. Because, I mean, you most of you, like, two of you were elves and had resistance to charm. But all of you, every single person in the party had crap
1: wisdom. Yeah, uh, didn't didn't Kim need to roll like a 30 on a 20-sided die to break hers?
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: Well, with
2: her, it was like, okay, you need to roll a 21 based on
0: your... Yeah, it was... Because her, her
2: DC was 23.
0: I don't know, the most frustrating thing for me was I've spent this whole time saving this antimatter rifle because I have a plan. And I can't shoot the damn thing for for anything. It's worthless.
1: It was just right there. Couldn't hit from two feet away. Okay.
2: Shall we move on to uh, Kevin's? Sure. I mean, unless you have uh, other things you'd like to talk about this one, but I think you, I think you need
1: your time too. And all I got to say that this was this was my first uh attempt at a full full campaign and yeah I think uh Megan felt a little shoehorned in her character um but yeah I think overall I think my my I think my big big weakness there was story <laughs>
2: I I think you did okay, but I mean on that, uh, I I like that we got to go to several different locations, and the fact that you worked us into the morning of Everon was really nice. I also like that you tried to bring in some of our origin stories and such, like I did go back to Heartbuckler on our level 8 mission, you know, adventure. mm Mm-hmm. Although you were much, uh, I actually think you and I had separate flaws on our campaign. I gave way too many magical items. It's like, hey, why don't we use, you had that? I gave you that? (laughs) And I think most most of us went through, I mean, like, all Gath had something, and I think someone else had something. But I think maybe we got two or three magical items as a party, not including potions the entire campaign. Hmm. Although Cat with Wings was cool, we thought we would call the uh, Tresham something, but nope, Cat with Wings.
0: I think uh, Cat with Wings and uh, to a less, to well, even to a greater extent, sometimes Anastasia were the MVPs of that campaign. Because <clears throat> I feel like, uh, like you said, Megan was kind of shoehorned into her character. I created a character that I kind of stopped liking after I used it a couple times. Uh, which made it a little harder from my point of view as far as role playing it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, t- t- Megan likes to play more violent characters. I'm really eager in my own game to see her play Zizix because it because for her, it, I think I think she's found the perfect character for her. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Megan is is not the courtier diplomatic type.
1: I I don't think any any of us are um
0: Get the brakes, pal
1: that. <laughs> 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 uh, um uh, I I will say I still find it hilarious that I wanna say at least ninety percent of the technical difficulties happen on my campaign.
2: Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about lots of events you never will see. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like that one time we did that thing. <laughs> I mean, you, you really had to I be remember the a
0: mega giant and crushed a planet? That was fantastic.
1: So <laughs> I think my I think the, the best was when when. Trend critically, success pulling these tablets off the wall, (laughs) and
2: there was a there was a miscommunication there.
1: There, there was. Um, It
0: ended in hilarity.
1: (laughs) It did. Yeah. Uh, Although I've got to admit the the status from trying to read those tablets on the status problems I inflicted on Anastasia really got really really get the murderous side of Kim out.
0: I uh I it really got her role play out too. I mean she uh I yeah, think she nailed she, how that character would have reacted. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I didn't handle my obnoxious clerks quite as well.
1: <laughs> I, I think you did fantastic on I, those.
0: I, I was gonna say in character Olgath was pretty annoyed with you most of the time.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I tried with Trim, but sometimes I was like, man, I'm not doing this too well. But, but I, I mean, it was, it was very interesting to have me do that for half the campaign.
1: Well, I The, I, I've got to say, the, um, the, the introduction of, of Ross Al Ghul was kind of, uh, I actually had to had to come up with that on the fly as um Tina critted who was supposed to be originally your your big bad in a sneak attack. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you weren't supposed to you weren't supposed to get to him there and I was like, oh fudge. So that's that's how I brought Ross into the mix and Yeah. Uh, the only- I'll admit his the, the only story thing took I a few turns that I wasn't expected.
2: Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about Ross was at some point in that campaign, I wanted a monk fight.
0: <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about Ross was I hated Ross. I hated him a lot. I hated him so much that a few nights ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and looked at my wife and said, we killed Ross, right? Yes. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he died. <laughs> Like oh good so I, I, can go I also although it was it was it was
2: one of my favorite old gas moments um when I ran up and thought I could damage the force wall and- in, like when <sighs> we were, when there were all those salt columns, and I got stuck but but I know Kevin was improvising there because it's like you're not gonna be able to banish those. I'm not then why are they gone? <laughs>
0: Yeah, Kim's all like, "You want to bet?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that time I got to fight eight golems all by myself. That was the best. It was the bees knees.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll admit those. I was I was pulling was golems left knees. and right just to try and just to just to try and slow you guys down.
2: Yeah, it was the bees knees. After the mob got through with the bees.
1: <laughs> and. So what did what did you think of the last minute uh revelation that that Roswell not entirely good wasn't exactly bad.
2: That that was interesting. I was actually sort of hoping to fight him in the end but that was an interest uh, and that last dungeon was quite the gauntlet. When I opened the when we opened the door and we saw like the 60 something flame skulls I'm like hmm. hold on. Hmm.
0: Well, it was that kind of dungeon.
1: <laughs> well, it was. It blew my flump off. Would, <laughs> I'd actually gone through, and, okay. and that was part of the math you were helping me with, Zach, on the
2: yeah
1: trying to figure that out because I didn't want yeah. the coming up with the the right balance for uh I, for I, for a, a decent decent. I also encounter. had to hand it
2: to you for the flumps.
1: It
0: was nice though. Kim
1: was trying to get get one as a pet. Yeah.
0: that's the last thing we need—a pet flump. <laughs>
2: hey, hey! It could be like a like mine campaign, where by the end you had a ship that was ninety percent
0: flying snakes. I don't even remember when we got the flying snakes.
2: You got we took you got it, them we, in the Yuanti Temple.
1: We got like a couple, we got like four of them or something, and then yeah. they
0: just started, you know. We there left them in the hold by themselves for a while. There were more stray creatures on that boat than. <laughs> yeah.
2: There was a Yeti. There were two um, li- giant lizards. There were snakes.
0: Other random raf scallions. <laughs> a really pretty silver dragon was there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and.
1: I, I got to say one of the, one of the tougher things, and I I understand your pain, Zach, is is trying to weave everybody's storyline together.
2: Yeah, that's why for uh, for uh, that's why for my next campaign, and you're doing this too. You're wanting a much more in-depth uh, character bio,
1: which I think yeah. I think for for mine as we um when, once we start. Introducing the the world of Zalador, that it, it'll work much, much better. Um, yeah, I, I know my it it. I think it'll give us a, a bigger, at least a bigger playground for us to, to go through and and not be constrained by any yeah anything there. Um, but uh, I know we we lost. Michael as well left left our group at the about halfway point as well um which Everybody is why he was
0: still there in necklace form.
1: He was he was and that would have been a uh
0: We sold him to I a jeweler at
1: the end of the campaign. Maybe <laughs> um that would have, I think I think I used that to shoehorn Trend back to life. Um but we also we also got Carrie at the the last two, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think she was. I think she, she's going to do well
2: little, in this group. She, I mean, she she was role playing really well right from the beginning.
1: She was, and she was a, and and she was a little um, stiff because she she get, basically got dropped into a NPC that I had pre- I had created for you guys to interact with. Yeah, that. I knew all the answers. What the I knew all what the NPC was information the NPC had, but she didn't.
2: Yeah, well, that's a so good it, way because she didn't even know she was gonna like it. So,
1: yeah, although it it, it did turn out pretty well. She uh, yeah. Once once she kind of got in and was able to move on her own, she yeah. She did did uh very well. Any any thoughts on that, Seth?
0: Um, <laughs> I just like the feeling of, like, we ended up in this big fight in the library, and then suddenly that jackass Ross runs in, <laughs> and she just gave the entire sense of, as she should have, is this guy a friend, or am I supposed to kill this guy too? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like she's looking at everybody for answers and everybody's doing their own thing, not paying attention, and she's like, okay, I'm going to kill it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I particularly like how she conveniently looked the other way when you got Trident. uh, (laughs) When you got Wave. uh, Wave Black 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 Razor. Oh, well. Oh, that's that's property of the library, but we're a lending library. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: I've got my library card. <laughs> also, just for the sake of literature, having us kill a bunch of monsters inside the library, dude, not cool. <laughs> think of all the priceless treasures that were destroyed.
1: I know. <laughs> it's not like another, not like, not like in that setting, a whole country's hours away from being wiped off the map.
0: <laughs> I
1: think
2: it finally
0: got there, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did.
2: Yeah, I mean, you, you just had us teleport out there, but I still think a better ending would have been us walking down the road like to somewhere like Karkath or something, and then there's just this big flash in the background. And so it's just, hmm, what was that? Eh, not important.
0: <laughs> you put
1: on your sunglasses.
0: I throw my, sh- my hammer over my shoulder and say, that's a problem for another day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, what what were your overall thoughts about the the overall story arc? Um,
2: I think there there was a little trouble getting us together, but I I had that problem myself. But you, you were able to work it in. We, we I mean, I, I'd say these are good uh, good stories where neither of us did as well as we could have on story weaving for characters, but we did some pretty good stuff. And even at the beginning, one of my favorite Olgath gas moments was also there. I had so many favorite oil gas moments in that story, but I liked uh, I liked when um, when we were fighting the green hag and we fast special and you threw me and I had to make an acrobatics check. I failed, but <laughs> it it was still cool. and then there was the uh, and then. The, I will always, always now think of uh, Omelix's Fluffy Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I remember in the Hobgoblin adventure uh, in Heartbuckler, how Cat with Wings really broke stuff.
0: <laughs> well, that's because uh, Michael and I couldn't break a door at all the door beat the hell out of us. <laughs> uh, but
2: but I, I and
0: yeah. also just the, just the idea
2: of, of giving a cat a bead from a necklace of fireball. That's actually probably one magic item. You probably should have saved till we were higher level. Kevin.
1: I think I, I think I spent all my, uh, I, think I spent all my magic item money. On that <laughs> first, uh, First part. Yeah. Uh, any favorite parts, Seth?
0: Oh, uh, for me, uh, I, I actually thought the story came together really well at the end. Yeah. Like once we had were fully immersed in Ross, I thought I thought it was a little disjointed at the beginning, but I think that happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it came together really well with Ross at the end. Uh, I, my favorite moment. This may be my favorite all time D and D moment in all the time I played is Trin fighting the chair for like three rounds. Not being able <laughs> yes. to get out of the chair. <laughs> so
1: which, one are you,
2: which one are you talking about?
1: You we we're on, on the, the train. <laughs> and he the, stuck in the super comfy chair. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> got shipped first yeah. class. First class doesn't have yeah non-swanky hard chairs.
0: The other thing that I will remember forever out of that campaign is how angry I was at that dragon <laughs> that I didn't know it was a dragon. <laughs> I rolled like a twenty-three on my strength roll and he still beat me. I was furious.
1: Oh that one. Yeah. I went
0: home that night furious. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I, I think I angered you further when you went back and found it dead.
0: Yeah, I I had called that kill, and it didn't come to fruition.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I remember. Also, I remember the one. Uh, most of your battles were really well balanced, except for one of them. When we fought the young green dragon and took it out in a round without it even getting a chance to attack. <laughs> oh. Actually, I was kind of get. I was kind of hoping it would try to fly away. Because then what I was going to do was I was going to use Step of the Wind, which at my level would have let me run up vertical surfaces, jumped onto its back by running up a tree and leaping off it, and then using my Flurry of Blows option and doing the ability to knock it prone, because if you knock something prone while it's flying, it falls.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that was... I I, I misjudged the 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 CR rating on that.
0: I really feel like the more you talk about things you would have done with your monk, the more it becomes like a uh, Street Fighter character. And Kevin thinks about never letting you play as a monk again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> actually, actually, the more it, it actually sounds to me like uh like the, the those guys who who lived their glory days in high school. He's like, yeah, man, if if Coach had put me in, I would have I would have stepped of the Wind up that. Up that tree and taking out that
0: dragon. <laughs> <laughs> that there's an idea for a uh, for a storyline. A bunch of player characters that have a coach who are teaching them how to adventure and pulling them in and out of fights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got to got to convince the coach to put you back in. <laughs> yeah, I think I think overall, I think overall, it was it was a good good learning experience. I think. Um, yeah. Um. As as we said, I'm I'm gonna take the lessons I learned from from that and try and better work like the whole start of the story a bit better because we can we can really take it off the rails and yeah you know that that did lead to to Ross and you guys enjoyed that that line I just think the yeah I think my biggest weakness on on this game was the getting you guys together and feeling yeah. like a cohesive unit
2: yeah. Just just remember, and we both had to remember this. The uh you have to remember the Zachary Divine Intervention Principle. Oh that ain't never gonna happen.
1: We got a dragon.
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's never there there are two two certainties in life. Never bet against stupidity and never never count out the long odds in d and d yeah I think that's that's all I've got any final thoughts
0: um good job guys
1: yeah it, it was a good game and
2: we're we're get ready to gear up for our next set and we'll either see you at a future talk session or we'll see that the season two wrap
0: up two years from now. Or something horrible will happen and we'll not be talking to each other anymore. Whichever.
1: (laughs) Depends on how the dice roll, but I hope we can keep these these talking up and going. So until next time, this is Kevin signing off. Good evening. Farewell. I would like to thank all of our guests, as well as thank bensound.com for our music, Extreme Action, You can find them at bensound.com.